0: El mundo enfrenta una pandemia Encuentre respuestas y acceda
2: a información veraz y confirmada En el especial de NTN24 Sobre coronavirus COVID-19 Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 En su plataforma de podcast favorita Alright guys okay. What's in an On Thanksgiving dish That will be on your table on Thursday
3: On Thanksgiving? Yeah Like not something Well, nah. because I'm getting tofurkey for, it's for vegans. There's a lot of people oh, that are come. They're like, I, I don't eat meat. There's so many people now, they don't eat meat, but they want to come over. So it's like you gotta get them tofurkey, which what, is tofurky? like fake turkey Shit. made out of tofu. It's made. I don't know. It's made out of non meat. I just oh, at wow. that point I don't ask questions. It's like it doesn't have meat. Whatever. I All just right. wanna
4: say I think it should be called turfu. Instead of,
3: Uh, uh, doesn't that sound
4: better? Where are you when they need to have stuff I don't know. Holler at me. I have a marketing background. I'm really good at this. Mike?
5: Mike? Me? Well, look, my parents, this is the second year they're not here, so we're probably going to have tacos. Tacos Tacos on Thanksgiving? Well, my sister's going to be making the turkey beef. We don't trust it, so we're going to have tacos as a backup.
3: Turkey tacos or
0: no?
5: Yeah, no. no. Turkey ground beef. Uh, Oh, okay. Turkey ground, ground turkey.
4: We get it In the tacos Rachel Okay I always have This is every year We have Platano Maduro And Manischewitz wine uh, And it's like the perfect Like pairing For my Jewish Dominican background oh, nice. Manischewitz with club soda Is amazing Thank Try it Thank you We'll it. put a Like a, link a spritzer two, two great spritzer
3: Two great cultures That go great together Yeah Frank I
4: mean look at me <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Frank what about you uh, Nobody eats my mom's salad what do you Wait
4: mean? what Excuse,
2: Excuse me? me Nobody ever eats her salad like, Okay you know, why, why not like, I don't know. Nobody just, you know, nobody just eats her salad ever.
3: Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, that got
2: awkward. That's, I don't think uh, people should be tossing salad
3: at the dinner table. Yeah. Right. That's oh, true. Shit. No, you're not missing much. The Latinos
4: Out Loud podcast. Oh. <laughs> Latino, 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 Latino. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Latinos, 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 Yeah. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 yo. yo. Wow. That was wow. like speechy. Yeah. Was that like speechy? Yeah. It was like presidential speechy. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Hey. Hello? Is H- that a thing? Hello. 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 This is the Latinos Out Loud Podcast. Hi there. I'm Rachel La Loca. Uh-huh. Yo. Oh
5: no doubt. i would be
3: tossing salad. I'm Frank Nibs. Yo. Yeah. Yo, I'm. I'm Juan but people call me Mike. Sometimes, but on Thanksgiving, you could call me um, the Dominican Pilgrim.
4: Oh, oh nice. wow,
5: that was really, really good.
2: <laughs> you Denver. almost
5: didn't get there, but you got the punch <laughs> light out. That was
2: excellent. Wow, that's hi great. um am Jay Ferns, uh, Jamie Fernandez. Yeah. Ooh, yeah.
3: Wow. I'm so always sexy. <laughs> what was that? Sexy. It's like so like he always does me like yeah. very shy. Yeah. I'm coy. L E S. You
4: got the new cut too. You're looking dapper today, coming fresh from the barber shop.
5: The fuck boy, the the fuckboy haircut that we both share. We've been maintaining it for like three years.
4: Yeah, but Jamie has good height. He has good. Yeah, yeah.
3: Pelo bueno. A little Pompadori. A little Pompadori. got
4: on. Pelo Bueno. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> It's a joke, obviously. Everybody yeah. has fellow win. Oh, come on. We are hair posy here. Hair posy. Hair posy
5: all day. My <laughs> barber doesn't care. I could, tell him, I could tell him what I want. He cuts it still the way he wants it. What do you so mean? I'll be like, yo, can you, um, can you, I wanted to grow on the top, and I don't want the line this week. okay, I got you. And then, boom, he just does it like
3: this. Doesn't matter. One day, me and Mike had the exact same haircut. For the, the photo, photo <laughs> shoot, we took a picture of it. It was, like, uncanny. It was, like, yo, wow. our barbers were, like, in Insane. sync on that wow. Line. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what else was in sync over the weekend. I had my UCB sketch 301 graduation show. We We
5: need, we need, we need a sound effect when you have the perfect segue.
4: I will always have the perfect segue. So get it ready.
5: No, but you need to get this. Yeah, that was really good.
4: Thank you, you podcasters out
5: there. If you're listening to us to learn, like that was beautiful. That was awesome.
4: I'm gonna do a segue masterclass. So watch out for the ads on Facebook. Oh,
3: shit. <laughs> Six hours. You of have to just
1: do it like Rachel. in a dark
5: room. All of them are like dark, and then you're just there with the light on you. Like, you can't you go it?
1: from like topic to topic like a crazy person? <laughs> you need a segue. There's science to this. I've been doing this for 12 years. Here's an example, Jamie. Go.
4: I'm not going to give away the content. You have to pay for it, but I'm just Yo, telling you. I could
3: go A, B, but what if I
1: just went to F? That doesn't make sense. You need a segue.
3: Look, you can either
4: go the wrong way or the segue with Rachel's. Cracker. There we go. There we go. So sign go. up now for the Segway Masterclass. Oh, my God.
1: It's coming soon.
4: Kendi, Kendi's filming it. Nice. Oh, nice. Shout out to Kendi Solis. Uh, anyway, I had my UCB 301 graduation class on Sunday.
2: Congratulations.
4: Thank you. I finished the sketch writing circuit at UCB Free with wow. the diversity scholarship. Thank you very much. Ooh, Two-time out. diversity scholarship winner. Congrats. Congratulations. That's a humble brag. It's you really,
3: could st- teach a class now.
4: I'm working on my segue stuff, so maybe later on. Mm.
3: Um,
4: I just want to shout out the Diversity Scholarship. Please apply to it. You get free classes. Mm. I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Um, so because of that, I met some great people in my class. We've been together every Sunday for, like, the last 10 weeks. Yeah. And then we in 301, you put a show together at UCB Hell's Kitchen. Shout out to the actors. Carmen Mendoza was one of the
5: actors.
3: Hey. She
4: was my Anna White in my Vanna White sketch. Wow. It was great. Um, and I just want to shout out the the instructor of the course, Georgie Aldaco also former guest of the Latinos Out Loud podcast Latina instructor at UCB she created such a productive environment week after week and that I think could be hard sometimes in a writer's room so thank you to you and I had a great time and
3: hold up I saw you in a cheerleader outfit (sighs) Um, was this part of the show and is that was that like wardrobe was that like
4: well Jamie glad you asked (laughs) perfect segue
3: Jamie's also going to
5: be teaching segway questions. questions. <laughs> yeah. Underneath the segways. Segway Great. lead-ins. Yes.
4: Yeah. Segway right. lead-ins. Right. Well, funny you ask. Because that was a character that I got to play in one of the sketches. Georgie knows I'm a sketch comedian, so she asked me to be in one of the sketches. Oh. I had such a good time. I played a cheerleader character, and Mama fit into her cheerleader outfit from high school. That's your high school. my high school wow. twirler ka- uh, outfit, uniform. You know what? You're wow. like, that
3: is actually um, inspiring me to t- try to put on my Catholic school outfit from when I was. Oh. A Whoa. Maybe I could okay. still fit into that. Yeah, right. Your belly button is <laughs> going to be sticking out. I would Your love to see belly that. Button.
4: Wear it like to the podcast.
3: Okay, yeah. next week. Next week, <laughs> I
4: I'll
5: be,
3: wear my
4: uh, I anything. All day I'll though. wear my
5: uh my cross country uniform, which was like short shorts. Please like don't short
3: shorts. You
4: shouldn't do that. Like, this is like, a bad my, idea. Yeah, yeah. Can short, we scratch
3: short. it? I gotta wear my male spanx if I do that. <laughs> Definitely.
4: Do you really own male
3: spanx? He does. No, but I mean, least, that's a thing. Have I googled it? Have I googled it? Yes.
4: <laughs> um, speaking of Google, somebody got a Google Home. Let's talk about so, it. Uh,
3: it. It's too late now. Can Rachel. I get
4: some applause? That was a good segue. Yeah, good. 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 I mean, I got to ask my own applause That's about cool. you. Wow. Jamie's
5: still slow with the sound so effects. Slow. Of what? What was that? I don't have the a Google cheering. Home. The cheering. Oh.
4: The cheering. That was a good segue. Oh, wait,
5: wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Do it again. Do it again. Speaking of. We're already cheering. It's too late.
4: So, guys, settle down. Speaking <laughs> of Google. Yes. Someone got a new Google Home.
5: Oh, my God, Rachel, you're just two for two. <laughs>
4: That was repetition. You know what?
5: Um I used to listen to the I used to watch the Ricky Lake show. That sounds like a Ricky Lake audience.
3: <laughs> go Ricky, go Ricky, go Ricky. Go, Rudy. Go, Rudy. Hey. Yo, Ricky Lake was, like, one of the most popular people in Hollywood, like, in entertainment for, like, yes. a good, like, solid two years, and then it was, like, where where Ricky Lake at? Yo, yeah. you know, I went one time, and I remember. I, d- I went, too. Oh, my God. You did? Yeah. But you
5: know what I did? I was such a nerd. I dyed my hair blonde so I could what? be an audience, so I could Love catch the... myself easier. So oh, like a people. Where's Waldo thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bog- Where's Bago? And literally, the show, the, they had two guests, and it was, like, 13-year-olds that had... Kids like it was so freaky in there, <laughs> anyways. Yes, so um, apparently, I think the deal is over. If you get Spotify, you pay for like a whole year, you get a free
3: Google Home. First I would, of all,
4: I, lo- I would have loved to take an advantage of that, but you know, sharing is caring. Maybe yeah. next time you could share that with me. Is Why?
3: Spotify one of the, our, our advertisers? Uh, one of the platforms, actually. We we're on Spotify. We're on Spotify. We it. need to do more pimping yes. them out.
0: Yes,
2: yes. Frank. I Frank, I don't, you're, I don't know if you know. They'd be hearing all your conversations. They Frank,
3: we know this. That's, why, it took me, that's why I never yeah. paid for one. I never got an Alexa.
5: Jamie, do you have an Alexa?
3: I have an Alexa, yeah, and I'm uh, I love my Alexa. Because Yo, are the, you guys are not worried that it's picking up. Your it's
5: Alexa. too late. It's worth it. Matter.
3: It's worth it because okay. she it. always wakes me up. I'm always like, Yo, Alexa, I gotta wake up. Alarm for 6:30 a.m. Wow. She's on it. She's never failed me. Yo, I love it because I'll be like, Hey, Google,
5: um, good morning, and it'll be like, Okay, the weather is 54 degrees, and then it gives me the news, and it just tells me all this stuff. It's so cool. Also, it helps out because I tend to argue and I'm very trivial. like if I say, oh, you know, um, let's say Bobby Brown, I'll be like, yo, he's 53, and my girl will be like, no, she, he's like 62. Yo, Google home. I'll be like, hey, Google, how old is Bobby Brown? And it's like, boom, and it gives you the age. <laughs> so it alleviates some arguments. But, uh, the, the I'm flip, glad you're using uh, it for whatever. I'm it was using it right meant there. For. The, the flip good. side
3: That's of that good. is that um on the Alexa at least, so my girlfriend has the app of the Alexa. And she knows what I ask Alexa about. Yeah, when, yeah, when she's yes. not in the room, she'll be like, "Why were you asking? Why were you asking Google about male spanks?" And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "How did you know that?" She sees it on the app. So, for you know, someone's always listening. That's dangerous. Someone's Bro. always even, yeah. even if you're alone in the room, someone's gonna know yeah. what you're asking. My Alex. girl
5: looked. at She's like, "What is?" Latina moans. What was this all about? Mike
4: and I'm like, no,
5: oh, no, just come on, research moans. <laughs> You're very specific with your your fetishes. Yo, Latina moans. What, you Rachel? You should get one. It's really good.
4: My parents have one. Isn't that some shit? My like senior <laughs> yeah. citizen parents have. How one. does
5: your I, mom do it? It I understands don't. your
4: mom. No, uh, my hey, mother Alexa. has to ask it like five times. Alexa. Alexa, where do I get some cheese? sheets?
2: Sheets, mom, sheets.
4: Alexa, I need to buy queen size sheets. <laughs> <laughs> like that's yeah. probably what I. You need queen size shit. Like I don't know what Alexa says to my mom. Take fiber.
3: I feel like your father <laughs> would push back on any like he'll be like, "Hey, who was the third uh, the third string catcher for the '69 Mets?" <laughs> that's all, all yeah. done. But then it'll say it and it'll be like, "That's not true. It wasn't him. <laughs> I was there." I was there. You're wrong. He's wrong, Alexa. I don't know where you get your baseball. I'm gonna throw it out. From he would
4: argue with Alexa. Absolutely. You're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about, cockamamie, Alexa.
5: (laughs) Hey, Alexa, what was the date when I was on television with only underwear on? What
3: was the date? (laughs) Yeah. What? What channel? No, there's some things Alexa. Alexa will be like, I can't answer that question right now. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, Alexa, what the (laughs) (laughs) fuck? Mr. Strauss,
4: you're being too aggressive.
5: Yo, yo, it hit my ego because I was like, hey, Google, uh, pull up stuff that Juan Bago's done. And it was like, sorry, uh, I'm not going to be able to do that. i never heard of that. No, oh. yes. We found Bago Boss. Bagel Boss. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, Bago. Forget uh, it. Speaking of Bago, so Thanksgiving. We're, we're oh,
4: good segue. Nah, not. I, like,
5: yeah, I know. <laughs>
4: Take what, uh, my class. What would be,
5: what would be a, a really good segue for that? Though?
4: From what? what was From said? what we just
5: talking about right now. Like
4: Give me the line.
3: Chickens? Um, Jimmy just said. Oh,
4: that's a turkey. That's
3: a turkey, bro. That's a t- speaking of turkey. Gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> Whoa, wait. I that's think good. It, I think I downloaded a turkey orgy sound effect. <laughs> they're going, you turn it. They're going at it right Jimmy, now. turn it off. Got... All right. I just did. What Jesus. Oh, I
4: felt like there were turkeys live the in the studio with them? us just now. <laughs> I got scared. I picked my legs up. <laughs>
0: turkeys the fuck are aggressive
4: uh, poultry. Holy
0: shit. <laughs> I know.
3: It was like late night, Saturday night turkey party going on.
4: Oh, shit is that what gets you off this uh, one with Latina uh, moans <laughs> you with the fucking turkey orgy Frank what's Ooh, yours
5: close the door oh Let's man see.
4: So what's going on for Thanksgiving, you
5: guys? Where
2: yo, we Frank, going? what are you doing? Yeah. Yo, honestly, I'm trying to keep this co- this weed infused coquito away from my mom's, bro. Wait, hold Wait, on. What? Yeah. Explain this. Up. V, oh, hey, you what? know V. You go, you guys know V. You know she's going with whatever. Yeah. Yes. She hits herself with yeah. the
4: edibles. Shout out to V.
5: Yeah. yeah. So now I, she has.
2: I, yes, she has a weed infused coquito. I bought from her yesterday. I put it in the fridge in my mom's house. Oh, it's too yo, late.
5: Your mom's flying yo, right now.
2: She slept till like noon. She wakes up every day at five thirty. <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Mira, 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 Franklin! I'm so
3: sorry. I ate the turkey already. Oh shit! I yeah. ate it. Ro, I'm so- mira, no cook. I'm dancing with the turkey.
2: Yo, Frank, I got- you
3: hear that? <laughs> Frank, you hear that? I hear something.
2: Yo, I was trying to keep it away from. She's like, no, I want some cooking to be fine Go to sleep, okay? I was like, shit, man. I had to and give. And she, it she a- knew it was spiked. Nah, man. <laughs> so isn't that dangerous? Nah, man. Or she it just goes down man. smooth. She was. Is good. She Damn. goes out smooth. That
3: was a dangerous she slept too new.
2: Yeah, she slept to noon. She was good. Wow, what's
4: dangerous bro. is the condensed milk and everything else in there. That's uh, what's dangerous. Yeah, I
2: gotta get another one from V, by the way. Very Damn. Good cookie,
4: I wanna try that.
2: I'm gonna get it from you.
4: What's up, girl?
3: Damn. Damn, yeah. she got. I bet you she has more. Like she has probably like
2: weed infused stuffing and shit. No, she has Dominican cake. <laughs> she's gonna have. She's gonna have Dominican in, cake. Oh. oh my
5: god. Oh my god. I would love to see all my tea as high as fuck. that would be awesome. Then the real comes out,
4: bro. That'd be oh, awesome. Juan wow. <laughs> 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 oh,
5: So we're going to have to talk to her then. Yeah. Offline. Definitely. Uh,
3: how about you, Jamie? What are you doing for Thanksgiving? I mean, just regular family stuff, but I'm I'm in charge of the dessert, so I
5: got to
3: Wow. I got to find out dessert. Because I usually bring... like I'm usually boring. I bring, like, cheesecake and shit. Yeah. Cookies. I need something, like, that. I need something like weed infused or like, you salt know, to zina, something to stronger. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Stronger? Cocaine, cocaína. <laughs> what?
1: Cocaine, coquito? giving, yo. Coca-
3: Rachel, wait, wait, wait. How would you brand
4: that? cocaíto. cocaíto? <laughs> <laughs> just a
5: little bit. Yo, why is Jamie's parents up to four in the morning? Shit. Dancing salsa, like
3: there's smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Yo,
5: don't
4: get high on your own supply, yo. Word, word. That's the rule Right there. Ten crack commandment.
3: Right? Oh my god. So, so you're
4: going you're doing family I'm stuff doing in New York City stuff.
3: here? Um probably in Jersey. True. I gotta cross that Darin bridge. Oh bridge. Um uh, but yeah, you know. That's good.
4: And you're going to Connecticut?
5: No, I'm going to Pennsylvania. My sister moved uh, last year. She lives in West Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania. Where is that exactly? population?
4: Oh, that's by Scranton, right? West Bumblefuck?
3: Yeah, (laughs) I think so. One exit right before.
4: Yeah. Uh, Oh, is it
3: in Sony Park? No. Yes. Okay. And Wild Water Kingdom. Wild Water Kingdom? Yeah. No, the
5: population is like 1,200.
2: Same. She was like, "Yo, I'm
5: going like deep." So she's cooking her first turkey. So oh, if wow. I'm not here next Tuesday, you know what happens? <laughs> Damn! Oh my so, God. That's why I said tacos because we're gonna have a backup just my in tea case. Mike wiped out by yeah. salmonella. It's miguelino, yes. <gasps> oh, <what>? uh. <laughs> Yo, she's gonna have like a live turkey in a cage. Like, all right, how do I cook this? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Mom, I need to FaceTime you. Show me.
4: Just put some gravy on it. It'll be good.
5: Yeah. So I don't know. It's Yo, be pluck honest. you, Mike.
4: All right, pluck you. Good one. Good one.
5: That was really good, Jamie. Yeah, that was really excellent.
4: Good. <laughs> you, Rachel. Do I have a joke to follow? No, no, pluck no. you. You're no. Oh, my Thanksgiving. <laughs> because I don't have
5: one. No, I got it, I got it. Uh,
4: Jamie Brooklyn. had that
5: one in the chamber, by the way. He did that, you?
4: Yeah,
5: he did. I'm just doing know.
4: Brooklyn, you know,
3: we're doing a uh, June Brooklyn, Thanksgiving. You're, oh, you are combining. Yeah.
4: And I'm going to hear the same story that I have heard every year for the go. longest that I can remember is that I was conceived on Thanksgiving.
1: Wow. And the way oh. I
4: was conceived is that uh, hey. my mother was upstairs cooking a butterball turkey. I know oh, the details. Boy. My dad tells stories with intricate details. <laughs> and, and he couldn't find parking on Ocean Parkway in Brooklyn. Interesting. So he came up and was like, I can't find fucking parking. And she was bent over the stove with the little apron on, I guess. This is Sto- a fam- you know what they tell this during the table? This is what my dad tells me, yeah.
5: Frank it's... asked. Frank asked. Was it over the stovetop? Stovetop?
4: I've never asked. <laughs> and I also try to like not hear the stories. <laughs> I try to zone out because it's, it's, it's like, uh, why are you giving me these? Mac- but it's like more of a they moment than a me <laughs> moment. It's like, hey, honey. You were (laughs) draped over that oven. (laughs) You know, like, I don't... Hey, Thelma! (laughs) So we'll hear it again. And then he got a... He'll never let me live this one down. He got a parking ticket for double parking downstairs while I was being conceived. Uh, So somehow it's my uh, fault uh, that he got a parking ticket.
3: Uh, Uh, I mean... That's how I'm here. But... It's it's a it's a family tradition though.
4: Yep, that's can't story. break it. Okay. And mm. you know what? I think I'm gonna have to do it with Benjamin because guess what? He was conceived on Thanksgiving. What? 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 So you were double parked outside well, in the, the Uber? No, let's just say that Thanksgiving <laughs> wasn't the only thing that got stuffed. Oh,
5: oh shit, snap. yo, that's it. On that note, let's go to the Botija Bites. Fine. No, okay. No, no. <laughs> I've been waiting all day. Ay, I've been waiting y- all night. Ay, I've been waiting y- all day. I've been waiting all day. I've waiting all night. I've waiting all day.
2: Jamie, Jamie,
5: how's everybody
3: doing? We're good. Um, all right, guys, let's start out the bites. This okay. Week. Okay. Um, Jamie. A Florida dog managed to lock himself in his owner's car. Okay. Accidentally put it in reverse, and he drove in circles for an hour. What? Wow, the that's... dog drove in circles for an hour. What? All right. I could already see a movie being made about this. They can call it Fido versus Ferrari. No, anyone. <laughs>
0: Jamie.
3: Ford versus Ferrari in theaters now. You got to know your, your your current movies to get that joke. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I don't know why. Why did the cops just let this go on for an hour though? That's if weird. you see the video, you just see like police officers watching this happen. You know, it's like, was everyone just going, aww, for 45 minutes? Because it probably was a little cute. Hey,
4: O'Hara, get a look at this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> O'Hara, hey, O'Shaughnessy, check this out. Yeah, hey, hey, you hey,
4: see Lassie over there? Hey, Krupke, <laughs> come here, look at this shit.
3: <laughs> oh, Doyle, look at this. This dog's driving a car. This is Florida. I don't think they have any That's dangerous. a
4: good point. Yeah. Good point. This takes place in Florida. Is, Let's yeah, pretend. So,
3: Let's pre- so this dog is from Florida, and the internet is calling him Florida Dog, which Florida. makes... Oh. You automatically think of Florida man, which ah. is a term used to describe crazy ass people in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Florida dog probably stole that car while, while high on <laughs> cocaine after or, escaping an animal shelter. you know He's got a story. Co- yeah. hey, there's a story there. I don't Definitely. think it's just a regular dog. Um, I, I personally think this dog's owner is going to have to teach us some new commands. Right. Right? Okay. Like sit, stay. Park, <laughs> not near the fire hydrant. <laughs> Roll over now. Pull over. Oh God. Mm. No. Jamie. Yeah. No, no. I, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Okay, you can see that. Yeah, yeah. All
5: right. Yeah, uh, like,
3: <laughs> is there gonna be like a Doober? like a dog Uber? Or, uh, uh, you know what? I think that would be. Co- I think it would be cool. Like if your dog knew how to drive and could just like like pick you up from places he could right. be your designated doggy driver <laughs> Man. you know so you get fucked up and it's like yo it's cool my dog's picking me up
4: <laughs> like your friend no no my dog my, my, my actual
3: dog, dog.
5: Is, it, is it too late dogs. is it too late for uh, apollo, apollo?
1: Oh, my
4: dog or, yeah i would not uh, would get pulled, in the pulled
1: over car right away yeah, yeah. it's a black anxiety
4: ridden gotta... fucking dog yeah and no way jose and he's black too Oh, true. We get pulled over right away. Right yeah, away.
3: right away. Exactly. I can see your dog just humping the steering wheel <laughs> <laughs> just over and over. I don't know if that's going to get him where he wants to go. But... Poor Apollo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he could only understand this language. Why is that dog having an erection while driving? <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Um, one for one. Okay. So, next bite. Let's go next, so straight to the next bite. Let's go an 82-year-old female bodybuilder. the? 80, 80, yeah. 82. 82 to the two? 80, 80 two. A, 82 to the two. 82 to the two. Okay. Uh, female bodybuilder from New York. She beat up this home intruder trying to break into her house. Yo. Wow. Go I go saw her. her. What is this? Nursing home alone? What <laughs> the? Hey! I mean, no, but seriously, I've heard of the Golden Girls, but the Golden Gloves girls, like, what? <laughs> one more, one more, one more. I mean, more. she went from Betty White to Betty Fight. Like, I don't yeah. know her. what <laughs> is, uh, Yo, at this point, I don't care. throw whatever you want. Is on, pill box filled with steroids? I don't Shit, get what's going man. on. Oh no, but seriously, so this guy tried to, he was uh, pounded on her door and said he needed an ambulance. But she didn't open the door right away. She was like, let me call the ambulance. But she did the door. The guy broke in, kicked the door down. She started... Um, She threw a table over him. I saw it on the internet. Then she poured shampoo in his face. (laughs) She went to the bathroom and was like, I'm going to pour shampoo in his face. And then started beating with a broom until the police arrived. Nice. Fuck that motherfucker up. This is very inspiring, right? I mean, first of all, this woman says she can live 82 she can deadlift 225 pounds. God. Wow. Mm. That's more, more than, than
4: Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, you slacking.
5: She can do one-handed. She can be your personal trainer, Frank. <laughs> Go to Florida. She can <laughs> she's do in one-handed. Florida? Is she
3: from Florida? Is your mom that strong? Yo, <laughs> she seems like she's, she's a strong... She's strong, man. Yo, she still thrives. Yeah, she's like 83. Drives she drives. D- wow. My mom drives in
2: DR, man. Yeah. Yeah. She when she's joy. not high on Coquito. When she's not high on Coquito weed, she seems
3: like she's strong. This woman this woman says she can do one handed pull ups and one handed push ups. I can't do one handed anything. (laughs) I mean at the gym at least.
1: Anything?
0: Uh, (laughs)
3: Yeah. Hey, ho hey. (laughs) No, seriously, I get sore from just, like, drinking from the water fountain at the gym. Like, I'm like, yo, this is too low. <laughs> it's way too low.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: True. true. Facts. Um, she also won the World Natural Powerlifting Federation Lifter of the Year Award. <laughs> wow. What, 1963? In 2014. Uh, like, recently shit, was in the like, 70s. She was a spry late, mid-70s. Late, <laughs> wow. late 70s. Hey. That sounds like a made-up award. Is she award.
5: single? No, I'm not asking for me, but I'm just saying. Hey. Nah,
3: you couldn't handle her.
5: She seems like she'd be alive.
3: <laughs> she spread my legs. Uh, I feel like the guy who who um, who got the shit beat out of him by her like is gonna be in prison. That's an like embarrassing story to tell, you know. Yo, hold probably...
2: me. you got fucked up by eighty two year old
3: lady, yo. What the fuck, yo? And he's probably in his cell just thinking about it, like yo, I could have taken him, man. <laughs> that she was just one on one, man to grand, Man I should I could have fucked that old That's lady a movie right up, there. You know? She fought <laughs> dirty. Um, okay, um, okay. So guys, next last bite, two for two. Uh, the world's first vagina museum opened up Ooh. in London. Where, where? Oh, this is oh, a big shit. thing. I gotta check um, that out. Shit. School trip. And yep. it, I know it, this, <laughs> it's actually the first institution dedicated to, gynec- to gynecological. I can't even say hey, what the fuck that. was, was that? pretty good. It's good dedicated try. to gynecological anatomy, and it's more of a public health project. I oh. love that. It wants to teach people. Um, okay. So, guys, I mean, look, I, are they going to show vaginas through history? Yeah, because I mean I'd be like that's good like yo I could be like yo it took me a half hour to get through all the bush in the 70s <laughs> in the 70s era <laughs> I couldn't find my way um, no seriously though I've heard some things about it they have a section in the museum called the G spot most men can't find it
0: oh! <laughs> Wow. Rachel,
3: is
5: wow.
4: uh, Rachel, is that
3: true?
2: Rachel, is that true?
4: No comment.
5: <laughs> Frank, you said you read somewhere where they're serving roast beef sandwiches in the uh, cafeteria. Uh,
4: Come yeah. on, Mike. Mike. Come
5: Frank on. Frank said that. I, he was just shy. I, I, Look, Frank the, said that. the museum. No doubt.
3: <laughs> also, the museum has a bunch of elevators, but many of the married male customers refuse to go down. Um, <laughs> I don't. Oh. This Damn is just, just what I heard. The, mu- <laughs> <laughs> the museum, ja- check this out. The museum janitor is the only man that can get it wet, though. You know? Because he mops a lot, right? I get right? it. Yeah, I get yeah, it.
4: Does everybody get it? I don't know.
3: I get it. There's, there was Shit. one other thing I liked about the Vagina Museum, <laughs> but I can't put my finger on it. Whoa.
1: Oh,
3: boy, oh, boy. Fuck. Actually, they were thinking Fuck. of building a penis museum, but developers said it was too hard. <laughs> <laughs> you good? You good? Yo, Jamie, thank
5: you so much for the Bocincha bites. And on that note, it's time for the fake news. All right. Wow! The views, opinions, and insinuations made by Frank Nibs do not necessarily reflect or represent
3: those held by the Latinos Out Loud podcast.
0: Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiering News with Frank Nibs. Hello,
2: folks. Hi,
4: Frank. Hi, Frank. Hello,
2: everyone. What's
4: hey, uh,
2: great. Uh,
1: Frank. Good Frank,
2: guys. Yes, today I'm going to continue from what I left off last week. This is the first time doing a two-part. First artist. time I'm doing this. Mike has told me many a time, Frank, you got to do a continuation. Sometimes yes. you just see, there's more information to what's going on. I am okay. so last Part I left. I left. I, I left you guys with how the United States is a corporation, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: right. We left that off, and you know, I spoke about the straw man. I left that off with that, right? Daryl you know? Strawberry. Straw man. A straw man. Strawman. Straw man. From Wizard of Oz? Right. I'm I'm gonna explain to you I what a straw man is. Right. Ja- the very good, Jamie. That's what the, this is, the is what the representation Shh, of the straw Jamie man is. is not your and Jamie's getting it. I All always right. talk about the movies, how stuff happens in the movies, right?
5: Yeah.
2: A straw man is an artificial person created by law on the date of your birth. The inscription of an all-capital letters name on your birth certificate slash document in which is a document of title and a negotiable instrument. Okay. Ooh. All right? Okay. 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 Now, when you get your Social Security number, this is what you get, and this is what you become, a straw man. Okay? And the government uses you as commercial uh, merchandise, and is a commercial contract, basically. Okay? When you were born, unbeknownst to your parents, okay, they signed you over as a corporation, basically, when you got that social security number. You see how your kids get their, uh, their soles of their feet uh, uh, printed?
4: Yes, but I had to ask for it.
2: Well, they will never release that uh, child to you if you don't do that, right? Because that child eventually is in charge. Uh, the, the, the system basically has to have a registration of that child, basically. But and if wait. you notice, if you notice your birth certificate is all capital letters... Your license okay. is always in all capital letters, right? Yeah. Look, read my license. Is it all capital letters? Yo, yeah. do
4: not let this man no. drive. What
0: Yo, is that uh, about? Rachel. Frank?
2: my passport.
3: Rachel, read the date of birth. Is it do all not capital let letter. this man no, leave the country, that.
4: Frank. Why are you asking me to read Frank, this?
3: Frank, why is your uh, why is your passport red?
2: <laughs> red and blue,
3: Frank. Let me get your social security card. I gotta.
5: It
4: is
2: in and your all so, caps. And your social security card is always always in capital letters, and it, it looks like a bond. Everything's in
3: caps, you're right.
2: Always, always in caps. Wow. All right? And guys, even in death, your tombstone is in all capital letters. Whoa. Isn't that extra, though? Isn't that extra? No. You're artificial. (laughs) You always stay alive. They always make money off of you, basically.
1: Damn. Wow.
2: Okay? And don't forget, these are the three entities that basically own us. is the District of Columbia, the Vatican, Mm. and the Lords of London. Okay.
3: Oh, that's my favorite of- hip-hop, old school hip hop group. Yeah,
2: Lord. you remember them? No, no the
5: Lord of Lord Underground.
3: Lord. Oh,
5: <laughs>
2: those are Lords Underground. Oh. So those are the basically three entities that hold us as slaves. Basically, guys, okay.
5: where's the loophole? Like, what if you get? What if you, like if I have a kid and I give birth at home? Can right. I like you, you can give get,
2: birth? You, you can Come get on, a, it's it's called a live uh, birth certificate. You would have to get. You would have to re-register the child. And he, that basically, he won't be held to certain laws. For example, I mean, certain laws like even getting tickets on the road, he won't be—he won't have to go. Well,
3: I might want a girl, so her. Anyway, her. the future is gonna all be like hologram shit, hologram birth certificates. So it's not gonna be true. A sh-
2: you know what I mean, nah.
3: <laughs> guys? They're not gonna use paper anymore. We don't need that.
2: It's gonna be hologram. Uh, well, yeah, I did talk about the, the the chips basically, and
3: uh, yeah, just put in a chip.
2: And just don't All steal your my infos thumb drive. On my thumb drive, don't steal my thumb drive. At
3: least <laughs> I put it in a vault. God
2: damn, that's yeah, good. That's
3: good. So there's no way of
5: getting out. We have to.
2: You can get out. <clears throat> there's a very good documentary on YouTube called the Strawman Documentary, and mm. it explains it in very, very uh, good details. There's something called maritime laws which really goes in depth and how you can get out of this. This is basically, we're caught in a matrix basically and you have to get out of it and it tells you basically how to undo this. There's many layers to it. Okay? Yeah. Is this a plastic straw
3: or because I'm into paper because for the environment. This is true. You're into
4: paper straws. You're the only person I know.
3: (laughs) I hate paper straws,
4: bro. I hate paper straws.
3: No, like I truly I know, right. but it's the environment. Yeah. How does that affect us with the uh, with that? Like, if we use uh, paper straws,
2: paper straws are better than plastic straws, Thank by you. the way, guys. And they are doing away with plastic.
3: I don't like I don't like how they taste either, but you know, you got to do it. You got to do what you got to do.
2: You're absolutely right, man.
3: So
5: there's no. So you're saying if we watch this
3: documentary, we'll be able to
2: yes. get
4: out. Yes, wait. Be do able... we want to get out? Are you sure?
2: You. I mean, I would like for you guys to do the research. If we because... get out, we
5: can cre- uh, we can uh, commit crimes and not, you know, we're out the.
2: Well, and there's like a lot of things choice. that, you know, they, they, they hold, for example, um, when you drive and you have to register a vehicle, yeah. it has to do with a lot of maritime laws. And if you can drive or not, you know, if you really do your homework, you you don't even need a license to drive. What? Yes.
3: What about your dog drives?
2: You know, go my dog. Dog is different. You need a dog,
3: dude.
5: Uh, what about dogs? Is it in caps as well? Well, like, that dog that, that
2: Jamie was talking about was driving, probably without a license. So,
5: <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Frank. What by the way, happens? Frank. Frank. By the way, backstory. <laughs> oh, that
4: was the dog driving. Yeah, yeah that's
5: right. Frank. Happened, backstory. Yeah. Uh, he asked that because he felt bad, and he played a sound effect. So he asked the question so he can eventually <laughs> play
3: shut sound up, driving. yo. Because Jamie knows how to lead in. It's very called podcasting well. secrets, bro. You don't. T- you don't. Know Give it away.
4: Don't give it away. It'll be part of the master class. You just And lying. you fell
5: for it. And then you allowed him to play the sound effect. Next time you're on you you're doing a that.
4: sucker, Frank. If I was a magician. You got he... suckered by Jamie. I If I was yo. a magician, he'd be
5: like, Yo, but look, the rabbit was not even was always in the hat. Yo.
4: Right? Yeah. The hat. It's yeah. a secret compartment. hate.
5: Back to you, Frank.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, we're still in Frank Spiracy.
2: Yes, folks.
3: So summarize. So what, the moral of the, of the straw man. What do we got to do? We got to we got to watch out for
2: this guy, or he's gonna come and kill us. The straw man is us, guys. That's our artificial. Uh, hey, uh, hey, That's our that's straw our, woman too. A woman. That's our clone N9 basically.
4: And nine non-binary. Nine straw. binary. 9 binary
2: do
3: hear that. I'm Excuse down with that me. Guys,
2: Yes. The law only Please. recognizes us if we have, uh, you know, no lower case, only high case uh, letters. That's when all documentations were always in higher case. So that's when you, you
5: get served, right? Ryan, very you. good. Thank you. <laughs> I read your notes. <laughs> Uh no, so you get it's all in caps. Right.
2: Very wow. good, man. Thank
5: you, Frank. You're this is a good one. Thank I really Frank. like that. That's, that's, it. Right. that's, that's it. it. This is not part two of three, no, that's right? It. This that's is part it. two of... This caps it off. That's cap. hey. Wait.
0: Hey,
5: let's extend keep this over. Jamie. Okay. Hey.
4: We're looking for someone to run the boards with the uh Jamie can we drops. Jamie We're can we talk. To replace Jamie I have if yeah. anybody's My phone. interested so Jamie. Holler at us that we are Latinos out loud uh, This is
5: going to become an intervention with Jamie because like the sound effect thing okay. Tibby was doing it was all right,
1: all right. Okay, first of all, just because
3: you had a great bochicha
1: bite no, no, no,
5: no, no,
3: segment
1: doesn't mean yeah, you slack his, off. His audio's on
4: point usually. <laughs> you guys yeah. don't.
3: That's the You guys never like looked at Tippy to do a specific thing. You're looking at me to do specific. Yeah, because he sound did it effect. on his own. Oh, yeah. my oh, god.
2: Man.
5: Maybe maybe multitasking oh, is not your thing. So Oof. I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll talk about. But well, well,
2: anyways, Frank, yes. great job. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Thank you, Frank. Thank you.
4: All right, you guys, it is that time of the show where we interview somebody amazing. Amazing. Amazing is the key word here. I mean, this guy's credits are fucking through the roof. You've definitely seen him. You've heard him. He is a writer on the show, *Mystery Iglesias, that we love on Netflix. And his name is Chris Garcia, everybody. Woo. Yeah. Writer, actor, comedian, Chris Garcia. How are you?
3: Good. How are you guys doing? We're good.
4: We're pretty fucking great.
3: <laughs>
4: I mean, uh,
3: and now podcaster because your podcast right now just came out. How do you feel? How do you feel having that in your uh, on your resume now? Podcaster because everybody seems like they have a podcast. Your podcast, first of all, we're going to talk about it. is super unique, but you know everybody has like a podcast now. So you, how do you feel being in that club?
6: Uh, well, it doesn't feel special at all, but I feel good. I'm proud of mine, so I feel good about it. I feel good about my podcast, so yeah, I'm proud to keep that, to put that in the, add another hyphen to the credits.
4: Ooh, that's very well said. Well, please tell our listeners about the podcast and what the focus, uh, is, is, is of it.
6: Uh, well, I'm a comedian and, um. You know, Cuban American, and I've always talked about my dad in my acts since the very beginning. For like the last, I started stand up like 14 years ago, and my my first jokes are even about my dad. And I've always uh, talked about him in, I feel like, a good way, you know, like a proud way, um, not in a cheap way. And then um, two years ago, he passed away from Alzheimer's. We're unfortunately, so sorry to hear that. It's okay. Um, and I realized that I didn't know that much about my dad's life about wow. his life in Cuba, and about his life before I was born, and even when I was a little kid, you know. So, um, the, and his dying wish was to scatter his ashes on, along the coast of Cuba. But um, my mom and dad left 47 years ago, and, you know, my mom vowed never to go back. So the podcast is that. It's like uh, learning about my dad's life. It's also a tribute to my dad and just learning about everything that happened to him in Cuba and then going to Spain and coming to the United States and all that. And just to, because I never got the chance, he had Alzheimer's, I never got to have those conversations with him that you do with your parents. Like, yo, is it like to come here and all that stuff. I never got to know that stuff. So I started interviewing people from his life and that's what the podcast is about. It's uh, six episodes and then there's like a bonus episode at the end
3: so I've, I've I've listened to two of the episodes. It's like, it, it, I mean the the tone of it is very unique because it's like it can be really deep but then it's like you you're a funny guy right you're you you sprinkle everything where you're like you're your comedic touch so it's like it's a, just a really like i'm recommending it to people because just it's like it's not like a podcast i've ever heard before but like was this always a, in your head like something to do as a podcast or did you think maybe documentary or or, or something else or was it always like i want to do this as a podcast
6: Uh, you know, I never even thought about doing a podcast before. I don't even listen to podcasts, to be honest with you. Wow. (laughs) So, uh, I just, I didn't know, I just knew that I had, you know, I did a set on that show, Two Dope Queens, um, a live performance. And, um, that day before the performance, my dad had gotten, um, I got news on my dad, who was in hospice care, got, um, he was stricken with pneumonia for the third time which is like, it's amazing just to get past the first couple doubts of bouts of pneumonia. But it was kind of a weird day, and I almost canceled the show, but I was like, no, my heart, when my heart is full, like, I have to perform, you know? It's just like, you just got to get to the mic, you know, and I needed to express myself. And so I went to the show, and I decided to do the show, and I didn't even think about my set, and I just put it all out there. You know, I just had like a set that I don't even really remember. And um, apparently it really touched people. And WNYC, uh, the producers of um, Scattered and Two Dope Queens, they really liked the show and they, um, you know, my dad died later that week. And so they hit me up a couple days later, like, yo, we loved it. Do you want to do a podcast? And I was like, oh, man, my pops just died. I'm not ready to talk about anything. Um, but they're like, oh, so sorry to hear that. But you know what? Like, if you ever have an idea for a podcast, you ever have an idea, if you ever travel on the road, we'll fly to you. We'll record you wherever you want. Mm-hmm. If you ever got anything to put on tape, just let us know. So six months later, I'm on tour, you know, and I end up in Miami. And, uh, my mom happens to be there because her parents had, both of her parents had also passed away, and so she was trying to sell their house in Hialeah, and so I called WNYC. I don't know why, but I was like, yo, my mom's in Miami. You guys want to fly to Miami? We can interview my mom in the house my grandparents moved to when they left Cuba. Wow. <laughs> and I, I hadn't been there since I was, like, three years old, and I thought it would be interesting, so... WNYC straight, straight up flew to Miami, and then I interviewed my mom for seven hours.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. We just,
6: like, sat down, and my mom had jokes, and it was, like, deep. And <laughs> it, it, we cried, and my mom clowned me for being a yorong. you <laughs> know, I lloron. said, like your But we also had, like, really deep, beautiful conversations about my dad. But I even there was a point where I was like, Mommy, if Papi was still alive for five minutes, what would you say? And she was like, "I what would I say? I'd have sex with him. Hi! <laughs> like, era el amor. And I was like, Mom. Woo-hoo. And she's, I was like, five minutes. She was like, five minutes isn't enough. And I was like, how long do you know it's enough? <laughs> and she was like, you know when it starts. You never know when it's going to end, sweetie. And so turns out my mom was like, we had a really nice conversation. And so, but we didn't know what the podcast was still. So we just kept on recording, and then I told them I was going to be in San Francisco where I used to live, and then they were like, um I was like, oh, you want to record me talking to my old therapist? And they're like, who is this dude? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then I talked to my therapist, and it was another nice conversation, and what eventually bubbled to the surface is that the podcast became about me dealing with the recent death of my dad. So we actually started working on this maybe four or five months after he died, not really knowing what it was going to be. And um, it's been, you know, almost two and a half years since then. And so we slowly, um, you know, researched Cuba. I I met people that my dad, I never even heard of before, but I knew about me, like my dad's first friend in America, talked to all sorts of people I never knew.
4: Did he really come here? Oh, I'm sorry. Did he really come here on a hubcap? Come on. No, no, he did not come <laughs> down. <laughs> no, it was... You have to hear uh, that
6: yeah, story. It was, a, it was a blend. It was inside of a blender. <laughs> oh,
0: my no, no, God. No,
6: but he, you know, he was in exile. He left in the late 60s, but he was, when he asked to leave Cuba, uh, they put him in a, they forced him to work in a sugar cane camp, which was what they were doing at the time. Wow. And um, I didn't really know that when I was a kid. I knew that he had, like, scars on his hands and on his wrists and stuff. But my parents, that generation, you know, older folks, they're all proud and and probably didn't want me to worry, so they never told me about any of this stuff. So I just went searching and researching and talked to professors and learned that my dad was forced to be in a sugar cane camp for a little over a year. And then, he, you know, he fled and he was exiled to Spain where he lived for a little while and then eventually came to America in the mid-70s.
4: You know what's beautiful I just have to make this statement is that we always talk about documenting our stories and how podcasting is just like the um, it's such an amazing environment for these stories and then Chris when you talk about these very unique Latino immigrant stories these this is gold this is so informative it's educational it's endearing it's heartwarming it's real it's incredible that you have the guts and glory to even talk about it because I think also as Latinos, we, we often don't broach anything close to mental health or even sometimes overall health of our families. And this is probably leading me to another question. If you can just educate our listeners a little bit about, you know, those early warning signs you saw of Alzheimer's and how you processed everything, how you played a role as a son in all of this.
6: Um. Yeah, well, thank you for all those nice words. I mean, first I got to say that the brave ones are my parents and any immigrant that takes the brave voyage to the United States. You know, people always assume that Latinos or anyone comes to this country and they take, take, take. And it's like, no, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. You leave your family behind. You go to a place where you don't know the language. You're a grown ass person and you're scrambling because this is a better opportunity than it would have been where you were before. You risk it all to come here. So they're really the brave ones. And so, and so my story is, you know, it's not unlike other stories. I just happen to have a podcast about it, you know, but everyone, everyone's family has their own unique, beautiful tale of heartbreak and, and agony and victories of coming to the United States. Um, In terms of Alzheimer's, you know, it's, it's a crazy disease, and you know, once people get into their 60s and 70s, it was hard to tell with my dad, because he was in his mid-60s, and the doctor, you know, some viejitos, when they first retire, you don't know whether they're just kind of sad, or depressed because you know, they're not working anymore, it's a change of life, mm. or maybe they get a little forgetful because of stress, or if it's because of the dementia, oh, let me switch falls right here all right never mind um so with my dad it was the classic case of alzheimer's where you start to forget things you get a little loopy you get a little forgetful and um you know you start calling people by the wrong name you start forgetting where your keys are and so you go in and you get a test and so what happened my dad they they ask you basic questions, you know, where you live, who the president is, and he got a lot of those questions wrong. And so, it's, um, it's a tough disease because they don't know much about it because the brain is such a wild organ, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, there's no, there's no, um, cure for it. And the thing with Alzheimer's is that it never gets better. So, my dad was in really good physical health, but his brain was black, you know, so it could have, The average is about 10 years you have it, but some people go on for 20 years with this disease, you know? Wow. Um, But my dad got it, and he had it for 10 years, and, you know, he went from forgetting things to getting violent to, you know, forgetting how to brush his hair and his teeth and, you
3: know. And and, and even in the first episode, you had that... uh, You recorded him where he kind of... He thought that part where he thought that you were the cab driver. He forgot who you were. And I, that, to me, was, like, a super powerful, like, almost, like, encapsulation of, like, what that disease, how it just, like... You know what I mean? Like, then he kind of... Then he's then he, he kind of remembered you afterwards, but kind of... It just showed, like, how that disease can, like, just, you know, how you experience it through your eyes, how you experience it just through that recording. Like, so did, did were you like nervous about putting certain personal kind of recordings like that on the podcast did you think did you have a line that you didn't want to that at first maybe you didn't want to cross or maybe you were scared to cross
6: no I I feel like I'm a pretty open person and I feel like my mom is too and so I felt comfortable especially with um, WNYC the producers they're so gracious you know they're not like you know, I'm used to working in Hollywood with some producers. They're like, that's a cool story. How about J-Lo plays your mom and Antonio Banderas <laughs> is your dad? You guys have a <laughs> talking chihuahua as your son.
4: Oh, my no, God. No, these people are straight-up
6: compassionate, you know. So I felt very comfortable sharing. You know, I have moments where I fall apart. I cry in every episode mm-hmm. on the in the recording and listening to all the recordings. And that's just kind of who I am, you know. I'm a comedian, but and they always say tears of a clown. And that's this is a straight up document to that, but I learned that with all the all the sad stuff, there was stuff too, like um oh no, but I learned just it was as sad as things were, things were still funny, you know, like my dad got to a point where he he couldn't go to the bathroom by himself, so I had to change his diaper, you wow. know, which as a young. Man, that's a great... My dad changed my diaper a million times as a kid, and now I'm changing his diaper, right? And it's a moment I'll never forget because I learned that he got a big-ass dick. <laughs> <What>? uh. <laughs> he had the biggest thing I'd ever seen what? in my life. I was like... It looked, I was like, my, what this fool's got a yucca down. He got a two, $5 yucca down there. Oh, <laughs> like, it God. was... And I was like, did I get my mom's... Did I get my mom's four-foot-eight penis? Uh. Like, did I get my... And then I'm trying to help this fool, and I'm resenting him at the same time. Like, these are just moments that are just so human, you know? I couldn't even be sad. I I was too mad to be sad. And then, but those moments are just so funny and so human that you, like, you can't run from that. That's, like, that's real comedy right there. The saddest things.
5: Yeah, you know, it's so crazy because my aunt passed away from dementia 2 years ago. So, episode 5 and 6 was really rough to listen to because there was stuff that I was connecting to, but that must have been so hard cuz you did cry in every episode. And so for for me to listen, it you was out. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> Was it therapy at the same time going through all this stuff and and, and in real time, you know, listening to this and talking to some relatives? I mean, going back to to Cuba as well and talking to these relatives, like, can you kind of discuss a little bit how that was therapy and kind of at the same time going through these things while you're going real time recording this podcast?
6: Yeah, I didn't know it at the time, but this was a place for me to put my grief and a, a place for me to organize it and a place for me to do something good with it. Um, in episode five, I talk about how I totally ate it at my dad's eulogy, right? Like, I, I thought I was going to kill it. I was like, I've talked about my dad a million times. Uh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to say beautiful stuff. And I just, I fell apart and I couldn't say anything. And honestly, I was like, I got to do this again. I got to make another eulogy. And I feel like this turned out that this was the eulogy. You know, it was just a way for me to organize all my thoughts about my dad and, um, you know, put a a stone on the headstone. As my therapist said in the first episode, it was just a a place for me to um, help say goodbye and do it in a way that I thought was um, beautiful. Like, I've honestly never worked harder on anything. In my whole life, you know, comedians are lazy, but I straight up, (laughs) between working on Mystery Iglesias and doing stand-up, this is all I did for the last, I don't know how many months. Like, I I didn't have a day off forever, and whenever I would get tired and it would be like 2 in the morning and I still had stuff to do, I was like, I got to do this for Poppy, and I got to do this for Mom, and so I just put everything I had into um, making this document as like a farewell to my dad. And a love story to my mom, you know, because she listens too, and she's like, she just thinks it's such a nice thing. You know, sometimes I I got scared that some of this information or revisiting things would re-traumatize her, you know, because it's stuff that she obviously tried to block out of her head. But it was good for us to discuss these things as a family, and I think it made us stronger for it.
5: And and what about your sister? What did she think? That, was she able to to listen to the 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 whole podcast as well? Like,
6: yeah, she uh, she liked it. Some some parts are very difficult for her. You know, there's like a part um, that you know she tried to block out of her mind that was very difficult that my dad went through. Um, so she she told me she was like, I can't listen to that part, and I was like, I totally understand. Like, we all have our connections to Boppy and my mom and stuff, and. We're all going through our own journey of grief and stuff like that. So I, I just totally understand that um, but she had to walk away for half an episode and not listen because it was a little um, tough to, you know, re-engage with that information.
3: The So a lot of podcasts now, like, they do have second lives as, you know movies or tv shows and you were saying you were joking before yeah they might j-lo as your mom and like turn as your father but, but like you know things. it's so funny like my mom <laughs> i sold a show before about
6: going to high school with my dad i sold like a sitcom to fox oh
3: okay
6: and um they were like jennifer lopez should play your mother we're gonna get j-lo's people on the line and i told my mom and my mom was like and not funny Oh no! no, it's funny. no, it's funny.
4: Who do you think your mother would love to be cast as, or I'm sorry, yeah, cast with?
6: I don't. I think she would hate on everybody. Oh. I think she would not be like, "Am we fea? Am we flaca? Am we no? we amagada?" She she's like so specific.
5: Your mom's gonna be like, "I'm gonna have to be on set. and I'm gonna have to really coach that
6: actress." <laughs> <laughs> and and I was like, Mom, who should play Poppy? 'Cause Because she, I was like, What if this person played poppy? And she's like, You know, you know who should play poppy? Benjamin Bratt.
3: Ooh,
6: <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> and I was Good like, one. Just because she's horny for Benjamin Bratt, that's the only thing.
3: <laughs> I want five minutes with Benjamin Bratt. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dame cinco
6: con, mi, mi cinco minutos con Benji. <laughs> But if Ben somebody, Hamon, give me that Ben on <laughs> <Ben Ben Hamon. laughs>
3: if somebody did say like you know we we is there a way to make this story into kind of you know a a movie or or a show like is that something that you would pursue or you think this is kind of like this was meant for this um you know uh, medium. medium and 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 that's
6: it, honestly, when I was working on it, I made sure to only think of it as audio documentary of my family and my dad, you know? Um, because I just wanted to make it the most pure thing possible. Like, yep. I didn't want to be like, ooh, maybe I should do it like this so it could be a movie. So mm-hmm. I just made it straight up how we decided to make it. And now that it's over, I'm sure it could have another life. I haven't talked about it. And, you know, some people have reached out and stuff. But um, I, I could see it having another life, but I just don't know what that is yet.
4: Hey, Chris, as you're in the writer's room for Mr. Iglesias, how often do those like family moments or like heartwarming moments come up that you are able to channel through your experience and bring out to the scripts? How often does that happen?
6: You know, it's funny. It's that I'm I'm around the same age as Gabe. Um, and then there's a kid in the show named Mikey, who is like a he's like a if you watch it, he's kind of like the sophomore and he, he's good natured. He's just, like, a little shy, and he's a little insecure, and all these things, and so I feel, like, so attached to that character, and I feel attached to Gabe because I grew up in L.A., and then, you know, South L.A., just like Gabe, and I've gone to schools where it's like, you know how hard it is to climb out of these situations, you know, growing up in Inglewood and all those stuff, so, and I think a, a lot of the other writers in the room feel that, so... I feel there's a lot of heart because we've all, we've all experienced stuff like this personally, you know. Like, you know, growing up not rich and just a school and just trying your best and your family has all these challenges and stuff. So um, I'm proud of working on the show because I was like, I was one of these kids, you know. Yeah. And now I get to be, I get to create it for Netflix for other people, to, other kids like this could see this and maybe get a little... I don't know if it's hope or just feel good about it or a little escape, but I'm really pr- proud of working on that show because of that.
4: I just want to give you such a round of applause over the mic because this show is so good. Mm-hmm. It's great. Oh, okay, I had to I had to just do that real quick. Jamie has a question.
3: How So, uh, you know, how was the transition from stand-up to being in a TV writer's room? It, what was, like, the biggest kind of... Um, difference for you or maybe something that you kind of didn't expect um working hours i was
6: like i gotta wake up i gotta be somewhere at 10 in the morning (laughs) (laughs) and i gotta be there every day Uh, i was like oh man this is homework i did this shit so i didn't have to have homework i like didn't have to go to school (laughs) but so that was that was a tough transition but you know it's it's different because stand-up you just you're responsible for your own shit. You're responsible, you know, if a joke falls flat, it's on you. Mm-hmm. If you need more material, it's on you. So, and it's, uh, it's different to collaborate. And I'm, um, I really love the writers that are in the room, including the showrunner. And Gabe is so easy to work with that, um, it was like a nice transition aside of having to be somewhere, you know, 40, 50 yeah. hours <laughs> a week or whatever. But, Yeah, I liked it. I was like, okay, I could do this. And then, you know, I learned a lot the first season about the story. But it's good that it's a multi cam because the format is really joke conducive. Mm -hmm. And so, as a stand up, I was like, okay, I know how to do that. I just gotta write new ones every day, and that um, it made my stand up better.
5: Chris, a little known fact, but we are part of a fraternity sorority of Mas Mejor from back in 2016. We were part of the same platform. Um, my question now, you've done the podcast, you're writing, and you don't stand up. Um, what's the next chapter? What else do you now want to get involved?
6: Um, You know, I just want to keep on. You know, something I think I'll always do is talk about my family. I think uh, sometimes I've gone through phases where I'm like, I don't want to talk about my family or something like that. But I think we all have something special about each other that we get to draw from. And so I just want to keep on putting nice, uh real, Latino family stories out there, and so I would like to do more in terms of that area and to so my family and, you know, ho- hopefully have my own TV show out there like Gabe or, um, or something else, but I just want to keep on doing stand-up and then putting nice things on TV where we're shown as, uh, you know, the good people that we are. Chris,
4: you are doing such a stellar job. You know, this is our Thanksgiving episode, and we're certainly thankful to have had you on the show. Please, one time, for scattered podcast creator and writer on Mr. Iglesias and a whole bunch of other shit, Chris Garcia! Woo! God! Woo! God!
5: Happy it's Thanksgiving, 200.
6: everybody. The great Thanksgiving. <laughs> hey,
5: happy Thanksgiving! <laughs> All right, so now it's time for the Que Okay.
4: All right, you guys, it's time for Que lo que, sponsored by Fuchila Fresheners. Fu. C-H-I-L-A fresheners.com I'm gonna do that every week in case you haven't noticed. Ruben loves it shout out to Ruben over at Fuji that fresheners come on guys they got the Plátano air freshener the yeah. Coloque air freshener and I'm telling you they're not just for your rear view mirror no they're great around stinky sneakers like Jamie's the excuse un- me the underwear drawer <laughs> you know your weed drawer <laughs> wink wink yeah. it's I- like
3: Latino Febreze yes basically yeah. And it just
4: hangs there smelling good. So check out FuchiLaFresheners.com. Now, Chris Garcia. get que? Loque.
6: What's up?
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's Latinos Out Loud, Chris. What'd you think? We were going to be silent. We're loud.
6: <laughs>
4: Let everybody know where they could follow you and how they can find Scattered.
6: Um, I'm on Instagram at RadTuna. That's R A D. T U N A I had um had a white trash neighbor growing up and he had a <laughs> he had a boat called Rad Tuna. Oh, shit. And so since there's a billion Chris Garcias, that's what I named my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh on Twitter, I'm underscore Chris understore. <laughs> you under the store? <laughs> understore. It's under bodega. Um, uh. for New Yorkers. Uh no, it's underscore Chris Garcia. And then scattered Podcast, you can hear it wherever you get um podcasts sure. like uh apple and you know it, it's helpful it's really nice when people rate and review it because it helps us keep the story out there so if people could do that that would be great
5: okay uh my turn uh uptown collective they have a call for submissions for the 2020 uptown stroll poster contest the winner will win 1250 dollars wow. wow i mean that's so nice. submit dot com. it's kind of dope You're like the official artwork for that whole month of June all in Washington Heights, so submit to that. I wish I could draw right Mm. now, damn. Of course. And then uh, Corriente Latina, check it out. (laughs) And me, it's
3: Juan Bado and all the platforms. Catch uh, him in Pennsylvania, y'all. He's going to be performing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you performing at, in Pennsylvania? In Pennsylvania.
4: At the Cracker Barrel.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Perfect.
5: Yeah. In the store. Uh, I do like that? (laughs) Uh, And that's it for me. I love
4: me some Cracker Barrel. Fuck that. Okay. Uh, who's next?
3: Jamie. Um yeah, just I want to shout out actually the alcohol that we're drinking here. For free. Ooh. Woo! Yeah. We got some free uh from some free alcohol here called uh, La Rubia. La Rubia. La Rubia. Yes, it's uh, a blonde ale for yum. all you beer drinkers. Mm. And as we all know, blondes have more fun. and you won't and <laughs> I Man. just have one, and I'm feeling nice. Yo, yeah, it's you doing look good. the job. You're lightweight, bro. That's all. Though. I didn't eat before I got here, so maybe. <laughs> and I'm on. I'm on medication. But you're so more I'm of a, a. You're a you're
5: lot of <laughs> other reasons why I'm. If you're more of a Shirley Temple type of guy, so I know that that uh, kind
3: of affects you that way. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to shout them out. Thank you for the yeah. for the freeze. Be perks your swag, on perks on swag. Swag. Yeah. And um, Jay Fern's Instagram. Jay underscore Fern. Are you gonna Twitter. wear their hat this weekend? You got the La Rubia hat.
2: Yeah, the Rubia hat. Really nice.
3: Oh, yeah. They gave us hats. Ooh, so cute. They're really cute. Oh, They're cute. Yeah. Like, oh. no, it's going to be a La oh. Rubia Thanksgiving. Ah. And, and thanks receiving. What? Okay. I didn't get that, but <laughs> your bochichimato <laughs> <Young your, your laughs> is so on point. Yeah. So. I'm telling you, I'm a little tipsy. That's why. Oh, also, I want to give a shout out to um Di Foca. Yeah, Cherry oh, yes. Diaz, a multi who's uh, you know, obviously family to the podcast. Yeah. Um, he has
1: a new podcast, yo. Nice. But don't take, don't you don't have to hear it from me. He's here to tell us about it a little bit Jerry. about it.
0: Cherry. Yeah. Yo, what's
1: up, what's up? Yo, guys, first up, y'all the OGs of podcast. so, like, you know, if you guys, if you are, like, in your mid-30s, and you just, like, love the 90s, yo, check out Menopause, you get it? And, yo, subscribe. Wait, what? Menopause. What? Menopause? The, yeah. The oh. Men on Pause. Pause. Oh. That's what I meant. Um, Yo, just subscribe. Yo, rate us. Um, Yo, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm flattered, yo. Every Monday it drops, and, uh, Yo, this is all good, yo. All right. and
4: it looks like another Jerry is here to talk about the podcast.
1: Yo, because basically like, <laughs> yo, not for real though. Like this is this podcast is about you know, like uh, our generation. You know, we not millennials. <laughs> we not zillennials. And if you're part of the Patreon, like, if you're part of the Patreon, you get two Jerry's at the same time doing two podcasts. And, and I grew up. I grew up with old hip hop. You know, <laughs> I don't listen to what what's going on right now. The baby. The baby. The baby. <laughs> I don't listen to amigos. The, the. the three amigos. I don't listen to that.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because a third Jerry is yeah, here. Yeah, to yeah, talk yeah,
1: about- Yo, what's up? Yo, Jerry, how you doing? Yo, talk about Yo, your podcast. Yo, what's up, three, Jerry? How you doing, bro? Jerry Yo. number three? Yeah, I'm so happy that I drop on my podcast, bro. Like yo, this is like, yo, you're huge. Yo, you are
2: killing it. Yo, you're killing yo, it. yo you are killing it. Yo, you are really bro. good in the podcast. Yo, yo, yo can I bro. tell you?
1: I'm being real humble, but yo, you killing it right now with the podcast Thanks, because you Mike. talk about our generation thank too. Like God. the way right. yo, I like, talk I about can it relate. Right like then. when I listen to you, I'm hearing me. Yo. Oh, I relate right. to both of you because yeah, both of y'all too. in the same podcast, and it's like I relate to our generation and our people. You're like a half an hour is not justice, yo. Like we need to like have an hour and a half, yo. Okay, guys, guys, Jerry's, Jerry's. We need you
3: to know chill. Yeah, in
4: unison is. Crazy, thank you. I've never you. heard it in unison like that.
3: I'm thankful for MOD for a guy, he's no the doubt. no, for you. real. Yes. Yes. To talk. We and love you, Jerry. Check out his new podcast, Man on Pause. It's on, it's on Spotify right now. Yes, search Man on Pause on, on Spotify. Check out his podcast. We love him. And, um, yeah, who's next?
4: Uh, I don't know, I guess me. Well, a huge shout out to Yero.com. That's double L-E-R-O.com, the news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. It always keeps us in the know, y'all. This week, one Yero contributor reflects on why some Latinos are financially prospering while others are just getting by. Visit Yero.com for the whole story. All right, I've got a show. I mean, can really? I? No, of course. Are you guys Go gonna make fun of me again? No, no. Because <laughs> off air they were making fun of me. Can I promote yeah. my show on my podcast? get that out. To be Is that, that okay?
5: We, don't want, we want our that audience was to not know. Not for your ears.
4: Oh, okay. We
5: were waiting when you were gonna get the information. So.
4: It's just just, one show. Okay. I'm in... Actually, wait. I do have two shows in (laughs) December. But wait, I won't talk about the second one until next week because it's December 28th. Uh, But this one is December 6th. I'm part of Bragging Rights at the Pit. It'll be at the stage on December 6th at 8 p.m. So go to the pit-nyc for tickets or just follow me on Instagram or on all the socials really while you're at it mm-hmm. at Rachel la loca follow us at we are latinos out loud my voice is fading i'm sorry but i do want to take a few minutes because this is our thanksgiving episode just to give thanks to a few people on my list or some groups of people cuz i don't want to be here forever um i'm very thankful right now for my family going through some personal stuff right now you know the holidays brings like a time of merriment But it also sometimes brings a time of having to come together as a family, as a unit, to battle something together. Um, So I'm very thankful for them, for all of us coming together in these difficult times. Um, And then I need to shout out the crew here because this is my therapy. I know we talked to Chris Garcia about it, but I swear I was debating on not coming tonight because Mm. I'm like, ugh, the mental space that I'm in. But I'm so fucking glad I came here because like our listeners, you guys helped me alter my mental state into just feeling so happy right now. So thank you for that. Selfishly, I have to shout you out. But to everybody here, the crew, and to the co-hosts, to the listeners, to everyone, thank you for helping us prosper. And we wish you nothing but a healthy and happy and warm Thanksgiving. And on that note, go ahead, play the turkey fucking thing. <laughs> go ahead, Wait, oh no, God,
5: I wasn't gotta... gonna play the turkey thing. <laughs> go I'm,
4: ahead.
3: Get... I'm doing the cheering thing.
4: Oh, oh, uh, but I didn't do a good segue. I thought you wanted to do the turkey orgy.
3: <laughs> the turkey orgy? This, I didn't. I mean, I don't. I feel like that's inappropriate. Sailed. Well, because right, it's a six-second delay. <laughs> oh, it's a six-second delay on the turkey orgy. <laughs> you know?
4: Well, on that note, we out.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> that, was good. That, was good. that was good man that was great that
0: was good hey america christopher han here the aggressive progressive podcast what is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these
4: astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country it's ridiculous
0: and it needs to stop check out the aggressive progressive podcast wherever you download podcasts